the revolution is upon us. The future of physical music is in our hands. Join the fight. This is the Waxcast. So we got a lot to talk about this week. Yeah, a lot's definitely happened. Uh, kind of polar opposites of what's going on this week <laughs> uh, in both worlds, but uh, definitely a lot to talk about. We have what is being called the death of the MP3. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Let's we, talk about that first. Uh, okay, so so the death of the MP3. First of all, great title. <laughs> it, it, it's, well, it, it's a little bit misleading title, that, but that's what several articles have said it, have called it. Yeah, and, and you know, after reading the article, I mean, I, I understand where they're coming from. Sure. It's definitely not the death of, but... Uh, um, you know, MP3 will always be the foundation of any any digital media. You know, it made it user friendly. Yeah, exactly. I, but but let's talk about exactly what's going on. Uh, the MP3 isn't going anywhere. Uh, digital music yeah. isn't going anywhere, yeah. and, and that's okay. It, it, yeah. it, it has its place, definitely. But um, it's fair to say that as the download has come down, um, the need for MP3s has kind of gone away. Yeah, absolutely. You know, absolutely, it has. You know, I I don't think the download will ever go away completely, but uh, I th- I agree the need for it has is definitely going away. But with that said, the, what they're saying is the death of the MP3 is actually just the uh, the company that found that that has the patent on the MP3 has stopped issuing the license. Correct. Yeah. Which I I mean. Now, I mean, yeah, we, I think people started violating the patent on the MP3 twenty years. Yeah, maybe twenty years, 20 ago. years ago. <laughs> but the truth is, is that they're 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 done uh, licensing it, even to the big players who are still utilizing yep. it. So, um, a welcome death to the MP3. I don't really give a shit. <laughs> exactly. <so. laughs> yeah, I think we can move on from that. Okay, one. but let's talk. But on the other end of the spectrum, huge news. Huge news. We have new vinyl record. Pressing plants, like new actual plants. Actual pressing. plants. We've had new plants, but they were simply not to this extent. Not to this extent. There have been several new plants that opened. Uh, smaller plants that have found uh, old machines in overseas or in just in dust. In, yeah, you know, exactly. They they were able to find whether it be used parts or used old machines that they've kind of refurbished. Um, they you know they were able to put these pieces together and make some machines work. But what's happened recently is in Burlington, Canada, mm-hmm. brand new machines. Br- brand spanking new. That's yeah. fantastic. And it's something that they said could not be done. Which I never really understood why they said it couldn't be done. I mean, that's, I mean, we knew how these machines were built. We knew what it took to make a record. You can't tell me that that technology is, has gone away. You, you know, and I, I can kind of see where they're coming from with it. You know, they're, they're saying it can't be done. What they're really saying is they don't want to do it. Uh, the industry said this a few years ago. They said the biggest problem facing the record industry and the vinyl record industry especially is is that simply they couldn't meet production. And we've seen that, uh, especially in the last few years, uh, that production time has been limited, uh, especially for your smaller independent labels. Yeah. They're getting backlogged in the pressing. Uh, and they simply just can't keep up with the demand that vinyl is growing with. Exactly. Yeah, I think it, I think it's just gone to that point where it's become so much of an issue that somebody finally decided to say, "Let's do this. Let's start manufacturing these machines. Let's get it out there." I think it was just a it was just one of those things where waiting waiting for it to come to a point where it was a necessity. Absolutely. An absolute necessity. Absolutely. It was just a matter of time. Yeah. 
what's interesting is that these older machines, they said the biggest problem was is that these machines are being worked first more first of all far past their life expectancy of the machines. Yeah. And they're running at capacities they were never built to build to, to run at. Exactly. We're yeah. talking some of these machines were running uh, these older machines that were built forty years ago. Yeah. Were running twenty four hours a day, seven days a week, and they were never intended for that. No machine is really intended to work for that long. I mean, you're going to have busted down parts and all of that. And if there's nobody there manu- able to manufacture those parts to refurbish those machines, you're it, there. It, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I think that was something that. Now we have new machines, and this was, again, we, we said it a few years ago, we said, we know how these machines are made, but people who see the need, who have the know-how, and who have the capital to build new machines, we can. Exactly. And it, and it just seems that they finally did. Yeah. I think they got past the whole, oh, vinyl's a niche product, and vinyl is uh, going to go away, and it's just a flash in the pan. And all of a sudden, yeah. they're going, no, this is a worthwhile investment to manufacture new machines. Exactly. And so now what you're seeing as of recent, you've, you've got Jack White with his machines. You in know, Detroit. Exactly, yep. And now you've got this one in Burlington, Canada. The exciting thing for me that I've read, we've read recently, hand-drawn records. In with Dallas. Their, in Dallas. They, it takes one man to run two of these machines with this software that's in the systems now, which completely blows my mind that you only need one guy for these two machines to press all these records out? Yeah, they're actually pressing them in half the time. Well, is it 35 seconds compared to 20 seconds? It, I mean, that's huge. That's massive. And and I know that right now this plant is on track to pr- uh, this one plant is on track to press out 1.8 million records this year. Not only have they revolutionized the way that they're working in the machines and that in their production times They've actually changed the process in that. I, I read that they actually redesigned how the, the puck or the biscuit is actually manufactured yeah. to cut down on the pressing time. It, well, to cut down on the pressing time and also to save on waste. I think what's really interesting is that uh, for all the things they said was going to stop the vinyl comeback, this is the vinyl industry has answered and said, no, we're going to keep going, and they've <laughs> solved their problems. I mean, they said... Oh, you can't get new machines. We have new machines. They yep. said, "Oh, nobody's gonna nobody's gonna fund to build these machines." We now have three they're new there. plants. Yeah, they're I mean, there. <laughs> and, I mean, two of them in America, yeah. which I think is huge. And uh, what's going to be interesting though is these are still relatively smaller companies. And I say smaller companies not because not because of their capacity, mm-hmm. but these are not uh, being utilized by the big labels yet. Yet, yet is the key word in that one, and I think I, what you're going to see happen within these next few years is these bigger companies are definitely going to see the production value of these these new plants, this next generation plant, and they're going to keep in mind what's going on there, and I think they'll get on board eventually. I, well, and more importantly, though, you know, years ago, these um, in an effort to reduce cost. Uh, a lot of the, the 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 big three labels and uh, companies would bring in their own production lines. Yeah, there are stories about vinyl record plants uh, closing down to manufacture CDs. Yeah, and um, and and their machines were sold off. It'll be interesting as they they already know how big the industry is it is and is becoming yeah. um, to see if they start manufacturing vinyl because now they have the pocketbook to do it. We have the technology and the machines are getting made. So that'll be interesting. But here's what I want to see. I want to see two things as a result of this. And and it remains to see if it gets done. First of all, 
I want to see uh, the price of, of vinyl come down. And for multiple reasons, um, not only to benefit the independent record stores, that's, well, that's the biggest part, frankly, is to help the independent record stores, but the price comparison, when you're looking at CDs and LP and how LP just, it seems like it's just slowly creeping up and up and up and up and up, with these new plants... It has every reason to be coming down with less waste, faster production. You're right. And in fact, prices should come down because of all the necessary things that go into the production cost. All of a sudden, we have less production time. Uh, they could be doing in-house production. The uh, efficiency rate is so much higher now. Absolutely. They're not subcontracting it out overseas for pressing. Yeah. And, for, and waste is minimized. The, so there's no doubt that the price of vinyl could, with this, come down. Yeah. The question is... Will it? <laughs> That's really the question. The second thing I really want to see is this BS idea of this, the album is released digitally in the middle of August, but Ugh. the LP isn't out until the fall. Why? Why can't they be released at the same time? Well, but they, for years they said, oh, it's a production problem, or oh, we're backlogged at the plant, which I'm not saying doesn't happen. But, you know, independent labels usually don't have that problem. Yeah. They wait till their product's ready. Yeah. But that's something that I want to see change, too, especially with the bigger re- the bigger label releases. I want accurate release times for both the LP, the digital version, and the CD, um, just because that's going to be most profitable for, for all of them. You know, and I don't know if it'll necessarily benefit CDs, um, but it definitely will benefit vinyl sales. I mean, because people will get excited for these new albums, but if the CD's coming out three months in advance, well, I just... I want my music now. <laughs> well, you're right, though. It, what's what's detrimental to any release is that if you... If the buzz has fallen off, if, if yeah. the hype is gone... You forget about it. I don't. Well, you forget about it, and the sales are minimized. Mm-hmm. And here, vinyl is. You're producing it. Their most expensive production. <laughs> you're, that it takes the most to get your money back on, and you're releasing it three months three after. Three months the hype. later. If anything, it should be the first format to come out. But so we have new plants, new machines, yep. new technology, uh, which is going to just really make pressing records easier. Uh, is that going to solve all the problems? That remains to be seen. But it is, it's absolutely a step in the right direction. Absolutely.